Welcome to episode 28 of I Swear We're Not a Couple with Adam and Rahelio. You're listening to the extended version of Hungry Like a Wolf, Night Version, 2009 Remastered by Duran Duran. 28 episodes? Where the I know, hell right? have I been? Drunk for oh, most of them, I would think. That's a very good point. <laughs> um, probably very drunk. Uh, I, like, I like this version of this song because uh, it... It What's doesn't different? have any of the talking. There's no, there's no singing. Oh my god! I didn't even realize I wasn't hearing Simon Levon sing until until like three minutes into it, and then it goes. I, I have the I have the vinyl version of this, and I was like, "Is my vinyl broken?" Like you would have already heard in touch with the ground. Right. That is so funny. So it's a great song for the intro of uh, of I swear we're not a couple. We probably played more than we should have. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay, but because it's the instrumental version. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I'm just in the middle of donating to Planned Parenthood in Rush Limbaugh's name. Sorry, oh, hold thank on. Thank you so much for that. Oh, I'm may he may he rest. May he burn in hell. <laughs> what a cocksucker! What he a was. bastard asshole! He, I will not miss was... him. He was Alex Jones before Alex Jones. He he was that sort of left, uh, sorry, right wing Republican kind of uh, talk radio, but but extreme version of it. And and he's he was God, I hate a real, him. A, a real fuckhead. He was really bad. especially. I feel like he had his heyday in the nineties, and people in the LGBTQ community probably specific like just have a a special place in their heart filled with hate for that bastard. Yeah, he was an asshole. I, I don't know how else to put it. He was just, a, yeah, I will not miss him. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. well, yeah. May, he, may he, may he die. Yep. Um, all right. Welcome to us. Well, we're not a couple with Adam and Raleigh. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is how, this is how conversations with Adam and I go. It's, it's just, oh yeah, by the way, I forgot we were doing a show. Uh, welcome to, I swear we're not a couple. This is episode 28. Uh, check us out on our socials. I swear, uh, not a couple show. And uh, drop us an email. Uh, any other sort of information that we should give people if they're tuning in for the first time? Uh, yeah, go back and listen to our other episodes to hear the progress. Yeah, and also uh, the Cookie Girl Cookie <laughs> promotion is over. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Damn. Yeah. yeah, you cannot win the cookies anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry I think everybody. maybe we should go back and edit that out. Maybe- no, I think we should leave it. Okay. I think it'll be funny. Okay. Um, but here's the other thing. I did I did take down the um I swear we're not a couple new year uh episode, the the live version of it. I took it off of our off of the p- podcast platforms, but yeah. it's still up on our Instagram. So oh, it's a sure. better watch. It's a better watch than it is a uh a listen. So if you have a chance, go back and listen to that or watch that. Yeah. Uh and and yeah, Adam's right. We have a lot of we have a lot of great moments mm-hmm. in the previous episodes, as well as you can hear. That we've actually gotten better. I think we have. I, I, so, I, so I've heard from other people too. I think others agree. I, I think so. And I don't know if it's just us, you know, patting ourselves on our back or, you know, well, can't I, get our, I can't do that very well. And I can't actually reach my back. So I don't think I can do that. So it's not like we're giving each other reach arounds here, but I like to think that, that we actually have gotten a little bit better. Uh, you know, I think it's just the, the pacing, the rhythm and, and everything. So yeah, but yeah. It, not that the past ones were bad. No, that's not true. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that no. far. No. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's definitely the rhythm. Yeah. 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 Is it feel the rhythm, feel the ride? No, I was thinking more, uh, feel the beat of the rhythm of the night, but, or rhythm is a dancer or we are a part of the rhythm nation or the rhythm is going to get you. Uh huh. Anything I th- else? I think that's it. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Speaking of rhythm of the night and, and dancers and all that, uh, Adam has done mm-hmm. his homework. I did. He, he asked me to do my homework and I actually listened for once. And I appreciate that because I understand that, that we all understand that Adam does 3% of the work around here. And, and, uh, and a half, today, yeah. yeah, today he, he really pulled it, pulled it together by Googling and looking stuff up. So, uh, <laughs> last week we talked about the rock and roll hall of fame artists that were, uh, you know, some of them phenomenal and other ones, we don't know who the hell they were. And we posed the question, if you could erase or delete or cancel five artists from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, who would they be? Quick anecdote before we jump into it. 
we were listening to Jelly Roll Morton uh, <laughs> <laughs> on last week's An episode. An actual person, by the way. An actual person. And I, I listened to WWOZ, which is a jazz station out of New Orleans. And they, I, hand to God, uh, three days after we, we recorded that episode, they were like, and we have Jelly Roll Morton coming up. I <laughs> nearly... I nearly fell over because I'm like, get the hell out of here. How have I, how is it that I never heard of this guy? And then all of a sudden we bring him up because of the hall of fame. And then he's everywhere. Jelly roll is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. All, anyway, all over the place, really? Or just like the one time you were listening to the station? I mean, probably the one time, but still, okay. I mean, it's okay. it, that, that is the kind of music that, that WWOZ will play. They will play jazz okay, fair and enough. blues fair and, and all that. So friend the wheel, and it was also Mardi Gras, right? It was Mardi Gras on Tuesday. Oh um, right! See, I forget all of these quote unquote holidays because of what's going on in the world. So I just I mm-hmm. not that I've ever what's been. Going- uh, well, I don't know. I think someone. I think a few people got the common cold in the past yeah, year, and it. people were freaking out about it. So, um, by the way, have you? I think you were about to start saying it. Have you ever been to New Orleans? No, it's on my list. Adam, you would. I'll die. You, I'm going to die there. I'm going to die you there. You would die there. I mean, I, I, I've been to a few places with you, but <laughs> holy God, you would probably succumb to alcohol poisoning or get murdered by something. Because I think New Orleans is a murder capital. Capital. Uh, they have a lot of homicides and a lot okay. of murders. Okay, but. Not against tourists. I think just tourists get mugged. But regardless of all that, it's actually a pretty. It's a very safe city. Eh, uh, considering, okay. but you, there goes the sponsorship from the New Orleans uh, uh, tourism, uh, New Orleans Tourism Board or whatever Department of Tourism. Tourism. Yeah, come on down, get yourself a gator here, known. Oh my God! Uh, no, I am very interested in going there one day to the point where even on the next movie or TV show I'm working on, I'm going to try to go for what they call a distant hire and go somewhere in the south. I think that'd be. Absolutely phenomenal, and, and not only go to New Orleans. Not only would you die with just the mm. amount of alcohol that that flows there, because it flows freely. Yeah, and but I haven't I died mean, in Vegas, and I've been to Vegas a thousand times. It's a completely different vibe. It's it's the kind of vibe where you're just hanging out, listening to music all day, every day. Like Vegas, you stand up, you get off of the get out of the tables, and you go walk around, and then you go get some deep fried Oreos here or whatever, right? You 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 are constantly walking up and down the strip, and you can have an open alcohol container. Yeah, in New Orleans, I mean, you, it is it, everything is revolves around partying and drinking, e- everything and and, vo- and voodoo, voodoo and hoodoo that you do, mm-hmm. um, and eating the amount of food. That you can have in New Orleans, everything is based in butter and rich sauces and salt. And it's the most delicious, decadent food you've ever had in your life. Great. And amazing. This is perfect for my reduction plan. It's, honestly, it's it's wonderful. If I lived in New Orleans, I would I would be on my 1,000-pound life or whatever oh, that, that show is. It's my 600-pound life and 1,000-pound sisters. Please don't confuse them. They're different shows. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, exactly. you want your own show in TLC. Okay, I'll put some calls in. Yeah, but based in New Orleans, please. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So uh, anyway, Adam did his research and looked <laughs> up five artists. <laughs> now, to be fair, only one of the, which I've actually heard of. So I asked Roger this question the other day. I was like, should these be only performers? Because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is tricky. Like they, they'll induct actual performers and then they'll induct what they call like early influencers and writers and other people. So I tried sticking more in the performer realm of people that you could actually go on to Spotify or Apple Music or Amazon Music and type their name in and listen to something. So only one of the five that I chose to quote unquote delete, I've heard of and I am at least a little familiar with the other folks. No idea. No, didn't even listen to them to see if I like the music. Just don't know who they are and they don't belong there. So this is also, so it sounds like it's a list of, of four random artists that we're going to play their music and be like, yes. yeah, they probably shouldn't be. I love it. Let's yep. do it. I have no idea what the fuck's about to come up, but let's yeah. do it. Start okay. with number one. So number one is the group. Yes. Okay. Oh, well I, I know. So of I, yes. yes. So only one of the five I, I said I knew. So that's yes. Okay. You want to hear their, well, mm-hmm. their big one it was owner of a uh, owner of a lonely heart. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So if you're if you're in Southern California and you turn on KLOS ninety five point five, you'll yeah. this nine times out of ten this song is on is playing on that radio station. By the way, or doesn't the beginning of that song sound like uh, "Make Me Over" by um Hole? What's that no, song? About? What's the name of that song called? Um. I don't wanna be. Uh, um. If only we had the magic boxes. Well, I try to stay off my phone while we're recording so I don't get distracted because I have ADHD. Mouth? Is it called Mouth? No. Okay, anyway, yes, I know what oh. song you're talking <laughs> <laughs> Do they actually have a song called Mouth? I think so. Celebrity Skin. Celebrity Skin. Okay, Celebrity Skin. Yeah, it, it does sound a little bit like Celebrity Skin. Here we go. Play it again. Because it's just distorted guitar, I would say right. so. Right. So you would, so you would, you think that that yes could just could, we can say no to <laughs> to yes. I, I'm happy to say no to yes. Yeah. When were they inducted? Do you know? Uh, I didn't write that. Oh, I didn't write that down. That's okay. Because I wonder how many of these are a product of their time. Well, I mean, truth be told, a lot of the folks that I was looking at, they were like inducted in 1983. I'm like, well, there weren't that many eligible people, so. They had to stick somebody in there. Right. And I, I found out recently that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is is fairly young. It's, yeah, it's, it's maybe 30, 40 years old. Yeah, it hasn't uh, been around that long. Yeah. And one of the first seven inductees was Little Richard. I, I, ta- I had to learn that because I was teaching it to the kids because of Black History Month. But I did not know that. And I find that completely fascinating. And I think mm. that's very appropriate. Absolutely. Yeah. And he belongs okay. in there. I would oh, I would yeah. not add him to my list for no. sure. May he rest in peace. Yeah. No, he was he gay? I mean he must have been, right? <sighs> I don't think it was ever confirmed. I won I mean it's he Hirachi wasn't gay. Mm-hmm. Let me just have a sip of my drink. It's just <laughs> a fistic. I'm still strong. I'm still strong. Yeah. I don't we'll know see. how. I don't know how. I think Little Richard was probably, I mean, he was a Southern black man in the 60s. So He was black? Oh, <laughs> yes, I thought very, that was makeup. Oh, wow. No, no, no. no. He, he had the reverse of what Michael Jackson had, the opposite <laughs> of it. Uh, I think he... <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> Why? Nah. Uh, he... He was he was a phenomenal phenomenal singer and and what a performer he was uh, influential and took all sorts of different genres and blended them together and if it weren't for him we wouldn't have rock and roll the white man would not have stolen rock and roll Correct. from the black man Correct. if it weren't for him yeah. all right give me the give me the next artist Cosimo Matassa oh my sweet lord you son of a bitch I was hoping you would make this easy to look up how do you even spell that C O S I M O Space M A T A S S A. Akasamo Matasa. Now we're canceled. That's it. Adam, they're not on Spotify. Uh, oh, they they may not be. Hold on, I think oh I have Akasamo Matasa. C O C O S I M O M A T A S S A. Yes, they have a playlist. Okay, are they uh, on said playlist? No, it looks like it says Cosimo Matassa. <laughs> Say that. Well, uh, uh, let me let me just search for Hakuna Matata. Hold on. But but it's a bunch of it's a bunch of old um, jazz artists, and, and funnily enough, Little Richard's on here. So it looks like music that was probably influenced by Cosimo Matassa, but not oh, okay. actually an American recorded. Now remember, I did not do it. I just looked at the name and went, I don't know who that is. Okay, Cosimo Vincent Matassa was an American recording engineer and studio owner responsible for many R&B and early rock and roll recordings. Okay, so maybe he does belong in there. I still don't know who the fuck he is. He's a recording engineer. He has he would have no music, so maybe he mm, I thought it said it I thought it said um performer when I looked him up. Well, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Cos- Cosimo Vincent, I mean literally it's the first sentence. Uh recording engineer and studio owner. Yeah. Well, but on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website, I thought it said under performers because they'll mm-hmm. give you like a category. Okay, well, whatever. And by uh, the way, yeah, born and died in New Orleans, Louisiana. Look at that. See, I knew we were going to talk about it. So let's see. So with that in our mind now that we kind of have a little bit of context. Yeah. Um, now that I've cleaned up your mess a little bit, let's see what 
he, what I guess music he, inf- I don't know if this is he influenced or had any hand in, in any of this music. So the first one okay, is well, my Dorsey. next person too may not have some recorded <sighs> music. Oh my God. This is Lee Dorsey. Get out of my life, woman. <laughs> get out of my life, woman. I love it. Yeah, this is not bad. You don't love me no more. You know what I'm going to do, Adam? I'm going to harp gonna, this playlist. I this am. playlist. Is now, I'm gonna harden my heart. This is yeah, that's right. And Dr. John, Dr. John is uh, again. That's a name that they mention on that radio station all the time. He he died recently, but he is a he's on this list, and he's a like old blues jazz artist who just like fuck. Oh, I like I like this too. So I wonder if he had anything to do with these recordings. I would imagine so. Otherwise, I wouldn't okay. So so listen, I have some other ones that I can. Because just in case the rest of these are producers, engineer types, I can I have a backup list of just strictly artists that I'd be like, eh, I could get I could live without them. Okay, so give me the next one. Um, her name is Laura Nyro or Nero N Y R O. Laura Nyro. Okay, she looks like she is a American songwriter, singer, and pianist. Okay. Oof. I Googled her before I, before I even looked at her in the Nairo. All right. There she is. Laura okay. Nairo. So this is off of her, her most stream song has 3,300,000 streams. It's called stoned soul picnic. Lovely. Very Carol King ish so far. Very much so. 47 from New York and died in Connecticut. Can you Sounds like Carol King. Honestly, not bad, Adam. No, damn it. I am fucking shitting all over my mouth with this one. (laughs) I would say yes. No to yes. I think I think you're right. I think they they man, maybe it's just our time, but I feel like that's dad rock, but it's mediocre dad rock. That's just not for me. Sure, sure. Um, but I don't think that they are as influential and amazing that they need to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I could see an argument being made for for Laura Nairo. I mean, can you come on, that's pretty come good. I'd love to have like an edible and just dance around the living room naked listening to this. <laughs> yeah. You want to know something else? I'm following her, too. This is a great list of, of people that I had no idea existed. OK, great. All right, All next. Right. Uh, Art Roop, A-R-T space R-U-P-E. Art Roop. Mm, <clears throat> no. And if he's like not. an engineer, then I have someone to replace him. <laughs> I this this is this is an amazing. Oh my God, he is oh, an no. old white man. Arthur N. Roop is an American music industry executive and record producer. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's got any. Mm. Uh, Pennsylvania. He honestly, he looks Jewish. You can't. Artie, Artie Roop. Where are uh, you, dear? People also searched for Robert Blackwell, Percy Mayfield, Lloyd Price, Winona Carr, and Larry Williams. So I assume those are his his uh, associated acts. Okay, so <laughs> let's replace him with a performer, and I'm going to go with Carl Perkins. Okay, hold on. Really quickly, under one of yeah. the videos, it says, Art Roop, Oral History, Rau Jewish Archives. I think he was Jewish. Get out of here. Yeah. Get okay. What was, the name of, what was the name of the next question? Uh, Carl Perkins. C-A-R-L Perkins. Okay. There he is. All right. Carl Perkins. Oh, okay. Uh, his, well, oh, interesting. Damn. He looks like he was a contemporary of Elvis. Uh, his number one stream song is a little song called Blue Suede Shoes. I don't know if you've heard oh, of that one. boy. Well, it's one for the money. Two for the show. Okay, so Elvis shoplifted. Well, well, I don't know if he came before Elvis because I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and burst everybody's bubble who likes Elvis. He stole music from the black man, and he was not. I don't think he was the first person to steal music from the black man. And so I don't know if Carl Perkins did it first. Hmm. Okay. Regardless, I mean, eh. yeah, it's fine. I mean, really, yeah, you're right. It's it's super in the vein of of Elvis. It's the same. I mean, they're all the same. But like, if we're really gonna talk about it, uh, by the way, the Hall of Fame opened in 1986. That was the first induction class. Yeah. Just so we have that on the record, 
and and I don't want to put any of these artists down, but if everyone in that sort of era, like Elvis, I would say yes, he belongs in there because yes. he, would he did he steal musical styles and what have you from other artists? Absolutely, without a doubt. But I don't know who Carl Perkins is. I certainly know who Elvis Presley is, and that's sort of where I'm going with all okay. these. I I, yeah. I I agree. I also wonder if it was a. Uh, whenever they set up the standard for what you have to do in order for you to get into the rock and roll hall of fame in 1986, right. You had to be 25 years, 25 from, years. Yeah. So, I mean, the only, the only people that were eligible mm-hmm. were people from the fifties or sixties right. at the birth of rock and roll. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense. And because you have all these people who, who are really into music and, and would argue that Carl Perkins is, is deserved of this thing of this, of this honor. Sure. You have us everyday schmoes who are like, hey, let's listen to Hungry Like the Wolf again and aren't really going back and listening to to these old people. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I kind of I, I do agree with you. I think I think you're doing a good job because I kind of gave you a a, a shitty task. <laughs> but well, I mean, I, and I don't want to take anything away from any of these people because, you know, obviously someone more important than me made the decision to put them in there. So I don't want to take away. It'd be like, Oh, well they don't deserve an Oscar. Yeah. Well, it's not me to say that I'm not part of the Academy. I didn't vote. So So, yeah. According to this in autumn of 55 Perkins wrote blue suede shoes after seeing a dancer get angry with his date shoes several weeks later in in 55 uh, Perkins and his band recorded a song during a session at sun studio in Memphis. Hmm. So I, I, yeah, sounds like that was a cover by Elvis. So, okay. Elvis, okay. All right. Last one or next one. Last so one. last one. So again, if, if they're not a performer, I have a backup. Okay. So his name, I assume was Andrew Lug Oldham. L O O G space O L D H A M. Andrew. He's a producer. Okay. So. This is going to be very controversial because I'm going to give you a group who is on my list of performers of one of my favorite songs of all time. And that's the Shirelles. Mm. Because, oh, I can't believe I'm about to say these words. There were so many girl groups in the 60s. But if you're really going to go back and talk about influential, you got to talk about the Supremes. So you're saying that there is only room for one all-female 50s artist's band and the Supremes own that spot. And the Shirelles, sorry, is that what you're saying? Um, I think the Supremes are much more influential than the Shirelles. Are they and they came, Yes, and they also came before the Shirelles and the Ronettes and the Shangri-Las and all those different groups who I love, uh, you know, girl group music is yeah. one of my favorite genres of all time. It's almost like it's the same argument with the go-go's right. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts are in the rock and roll hall of fame. I don't know if they're deserving of it, but Joan Jett was part of the runaways, which was a group before the go-go's. And I think also very influential, but they weren't as popular in the States. So are you saying that, that the music is so similar that if you're, if you're going to be in the rock and roll hall of fame, like the, the Supremes have already done it. So there's really no need to also have the Shirelles in there. They weren't as influential to other artists. Yes. Mm, That's an interesting take. And that is a hot take, especially because, because you really do love the Shirelles. I I love the Shirelles. I love the Supremes. I love the Ronettes. I love the Shangri-Las. I uh, name them. I, I, I love them. The, the Dixie Cups, I love them. Oh, I but love whatever. the Dixie Cups, by the way. The Dixie Cups have a version of Ico Ico that I, I mean, they're they're the ones that I think do the most famous version of that song, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe if they were still alive, they would just be called Cups. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, this is good. Who sings the song? I think it's a girl group also that does um about the song where the kid where the guy wipes out uh the Shangri Lies. Is it leader of the pattern? Mm-hmm. What That's a, a, one of my favorites too. Yep. Is that about um what you call him? Is she really Dean? No. Well, there she is. So that's just it's just Betty, 
Is that no, Betty's in high. She's a high school student, and she wants to date this guy, uh, Jimmy. And the parents don't agree. And Jimmy leaves one night, and she tells him to go slow on a wet road. And whoopsie daisy. Wow. I mean, they sound exactly like the Shirelles, by the way. Yes, we see. I was kind of hoping you would say vroom vroom. Oh, sorry. I, I don't. I always do it the wrong way when I'm playing with my hands because I don't know how to drive a motorcycle. <laughs> well, Adam, pretend it's a man's penis, and what would you do? I don't know if I would hold it that way. That's so weird. I'm not answering your question. So yeah, I wanted to throw a controversial one in there. Good job, by the way. That's a that was a that's a good list, and that was a hard list. But I think we were able to kind of get into some some interesting artists, and and we were able to get you to disown one of your favorite girl gr- uh, groups, which I yeah. Well, and listen, there were other. There's plenty of others in there. I'm not a fan of the Who. I'm not a fan of Crosby, Stills and Nash. I'm not a fan of Creedence Clearwater Revival. There's a ton of groups in there and artists that I'm just. Eh. But when it comes to influences, I'm like, okay, I can see why they're in there and why they may be deserving of it. And I don't want to take that away from them. Like, I would never name the Supremes and take delete them. But some of the other girl groups, sure. Okay. I, I buy that. Good job. Yeah. Maybe uh, I will try my best to to go go back and I, take a look. I, and I see would be question. curious. Yeah. And I will do my best not to p- pick any producers. Yes, please do. Because <laughs> I didn't want to do any – because I didn't want to – if I didn't know them – I just wanted to like I don't know who that is, and then the hope would be if they were a performer and you played them like uh, Laura Nero or Nairo, I will I'll go back and listen to a couple of her songs. Yeah, and I'm going to listen to that producer who's producing a bunch of like jazz and and old blues, yeah. blues music. This is a fun little thing to think keep in mind what, until they announce who's actually going to be inducted in May. I agree, and and I mean really what it is it's it's showing how much music is out there that we don't know but we actually like. I mean like we have mm-hmm. it, this is an incredible time. Obviously, you know I sound like grandpa over here, but to be able to have almost all of this music at our fingertips and yep. be able to just look it up really quickly and go, hey, I don't know who this is. They're inducted. Let's see if they're any good and and right. just roll with it. Well, and you and I always say to one another. We're so bad at looking for new music to listen to. Like we always go back to the things that we're comfortable with because, you know, great. Okay. We pay for a a streaming service, which I'm happy to do because I love having everything at my fingertips, but I certainly don't spend enough time going out and searching for something. And I feel like I'm at that age now and I'm going to sound like my parents when they were my age or a little older than I am now. Like I like who I like and that's it. Yep. And I don't want to be that person because I do love music so much. So I don't want to be like, I uh, guess I'll listen to Belinda Carlisle again, who I love and I'll always listen to. But there's so many other singers and groups out there. So without no. being facetious, what what I feel is, is the anxiety of choice. It's that it's that feeling mm. of like, I, I know I can listen to something new, but I have to do the research and kind of go back and go, all right, where do I even start? And right. then, and then I only have, you know, 20, 30 minutes on a car ride or whatever to listen to this. Sure. And by the sure. time I've already, I have to choose it. I'm already driving and go, Oh, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to toss on whatever again. I just toss on the Absolutely. radio or a podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. so, and so this is a good way. Uh, I try, I try to use my Spotify, just like save anything that I might like and go back and go, Oh, okay. That was interesting. And, and so play. do I, but I never actually go back. Yeah. Neither do I. I, I just I have this laundry list of like, even even an artist like Kylie Minogue, who I don't love, but I, I like her. I'm a gay man. I like Kylie Minogue. She has uh, her most recent album was called Disco. I know I'm going to fucking love it if I ever sit down and actually listen to it. Have I sat down to listen to it? No. Yeah. Will I? Maybe in 2024. You, you want to know something funny as well? I, I'm what? the kind of person that. I kind of have to discover the music on my own and I can't have somebody come and tell me like, Oh, you like them? Then you're going to really love this other group. Cause then I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But but if I discover them completely a hundred percent on my own, whether it be through research or, or accidentally stumbling upon them on a radio station or whatever, then yeah. I can kind of go, Oh, okay. I'm going to go back and listen to this. Sure. Well, and there was that group last year that you, that you told me about X hex. Yeah. That album, I really, really enjoyed it. And I do go back from time to time to listen to it. So that's, that was a good discovery. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think they were a lot of fun and I don't, I think yeah. they just came up on my, um, 
whatchamacallit, my Spotify like discovery playlist, which that those algorithm uh, algorithms are really good. Yeah, and terrifying. Okay, uh so yeah. let's pivot. I sure. this past week the new Cruella trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you have seen it, Adam. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to play I've a couple of trailers. I'll talk to. I want to ask you about another one after we talk about Cruella. Oh, I think Cruella was the only one that I watched, but uh, I want to play a little bit of it. I don't remember how good this trailer is on, you know, audio. So, you know, please enjoy. Maybe some music. From the very beginning, I realized I saw the world differently than everyone else. That didn't sit well with some people. But I wasn't for everyone. So that's uh, Emma Emma Stone, Stone. As, as Cruella de Vil. It's sort of an origin story. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to hear what you have to say, because I think I think you and I were probably on, on the same page, but I want to make sure. So what do you think about the trailer so far? Um, well, I watched the full trailer. I, I'm coming at it from two places. The first place is, do we really need a Cruella DeVille origin mm-hmm. movie? Mm-hmm. Because we had two live action movies and Glenn Close did a phenomenal job playing like Cruella job. DeVille. I, I, I'm I, I'm here for it because it looks like a lot of fun and Emma Stone is the last person on earth I would ever cast as Cruella DeVille but because she is younger and it's her wanting to be a fashion designer etc cetera, etc cetera, listen it's going to be on Disney Plus I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it so yeah I, yeah. I agree um, I thought and there were a few other things articles that I read about uh, online as well that it sounds like the joker's origin story uh-huh. uh i mean even even just the first little bit where she's like people couldn't handle or whatever whatever she said at the beginning it, it sounds almost exactly like joaquin phoenix's the joker where mm. where it's the origin story of of this dark woman and they it looks dark yeah which is part of the reason why I like it too. It doesn't look like, I mean, the Lion King and Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast and all the live action remakes they've done. This isn't a live action remake of 101 Dalmatians. We've had it already. Okay. It was done in the nineties and I think it was a lot of fun for the time. I, I think they, they're finally getting the hint that they have to do things a little differently. Also that there are adults that like Disney movies and Disney things, and you have to keep everybody interested. And not all of us have kids to sit down and watch Disney movies with. And some of us may feel funny laying in bed, eating pizza, watching a Disney movie. <laughs> so maybe make it a little bit more adult friendly. I, you, don't I, need to, you don't need to make it rated R and throw, you know, foul language and sex in it. Although that would be phenomenal, oh, but yeah. you know, I'm here for it. If, I, the only, the only problem with it I'm going to have she won't be smoking. Yeah, I was going to ask. Do you know if if they've completely eliminated tobacco from the from the movie? I would imagine. Oh, in the from the original one. No, on, no, 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 no. From oh, the, from this Cruella. No, I I would doubt in a mil- million years they would ever include cigarette smoking in it. Yeah, i I think she I think she looks really good uh, in, in it. I think it's going to be a certainly dark tone overtone, and they're really playing off of. I haven't seen 101 Dalmatians in years, and I certainly haven't seen the live action version with with uh, Glenn Close in even yeah. longer. But from what I understand, and and Cruella is is a a fucking devil. Like she is a she is a psychopath, a yeah. legit psychopath to the point where she wants to skin 101 puppies so that she can look fabulous. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're really trying to play to that and really ramping that up a little bit and, and with this trailer and, and this whole idea and origin story, I wonder if they're going to make us feel a little bit of sympathy for her because Adam, I, I every time I, a new villain movie comes out, I can mm-hmm. only, I only hear you in my head describing your favorite <laughs> Disney character and not, not villain. Mind you, you are very clear. You say you have a, a character that is your favorite Disney character full stop. And can you explain why and who that is? Um, so my favorite characters in most Disney movies are the villains. I don't know why. I think mostly because they're just fabulous women and I want to be them when I grow up. And my favorite Disney character of all time is Maleficent from the original Sleeping Beauty. 
Because I sure as hell would be pissed off if I were the only one living or the only fairy, mind you, living in a fucking kingdom not to be invited to a party. I would be, have my feelings very hurt. And, and I feel bad. And, and you feel a little bit of sympathy for them. And I think they they try to show that with um, with Maleficent. I didn't watch any of the Maleficents, but I think they kind of go into that origin story where, where mm-hmm. you kind of – they tug at the heart. For, you feel for them. Yeah. Yeah. You under you understand. You kind of understand why they're complete psychopaths. I mean, obviously they're de- they're deranged and damaged. Period. Absolutely. Yeah. But but you understand how they got to that point. I think the Joker did that very well. Uh, I feel like probably Maleficent did that. I think Cruella's shooting for that, and it all kind of started. Even though I've never seen the the Broadway show, I imagine Wicked is probably to to yeah. thank for that, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would think so. Listen, I love Wicked. I've never met anybody that's seen it and not liked it or loved it. I, I think if this one is successful and people talk about it, it's a whole other avenue for Disney to go down. You know, if you want to do a do a Ursula oh my origin God. story, she's another one that was sort of banished from a kingdom and ignored, and that's why she became a lunatic. These, what, Yes, they're Disney characters. Okay, I'm not seven years old. I'm almost 40 years old. I get it. But but these characters have gone through something or some things in their life to end up the way that they have. And to go back and try to sort out and figure it out, like like what they did with Joker. Absolutely. Yeah. Try to figure out how they got to be the the way they are. And I, I and the think, way we know them. And I think that that's what they're trying to do is, is you're taking these characters that you knew that are that are from children's stories. Batman is is a kid's mm-hmm. story. Sure. You know, 101 a Dalmatians, book, yeah. a comic book, right? 101 Dalmatians is a kid's story, but they're, and, and then, so it's kind of like Wicked meets the Dark Knight where the, mm-hmm. the Christopher Nolan, Batman Begins, they tried to base it in reality. I, I remember when I was going to school, I had an acting teacher that whenever you did a scene, he would always go, but what if it was real? And I mm-hmm. was thought, like, what a, what a douchey comment. But then I actually sat with that and thought about it and go, oh, like, but what if, but what if there actually is this guy who's dressing up as a bat? And, and they're mm-hmm. basing it in reality. What if there really is this woman who wants to be his fashion designer who gets shunned from the community and ends up wanting to kill puppies? Right. What, what would that look like? And I think- Or wants to do something so different so that she stands out and finally gets accepted. And what's the way to do that? Wear a Dalmatian fur. And I mean, I'm just going to say, she's smoking hot in this in this. I mean, well, she's, she's beautiful. To be, she's beautiful to begin with, but uh, even with the fucking hairdo, uh, absolutely. She she I think is is gonna is probably gonna knock this one out of the park. I'm really really excited for this, and I don't really give a shit about Cruella Deville. That that's not a character, and that and that IP is not one that I really care about. Yeah, I but. mean, she's she's fun and all. You know, I I remember liking her as a kid just because she was. I almost I feel the same way about Cruella Deville as I do, and I'm I don't remember her name. The villain from the original Rescuers. Same sort of story. Instead of wanting puppy fur, she wanted diamonds, and the Rescuers were going to find all these diamonds for her. Uh, Madam something? No, I'm confusing her with the Sword and the Stone Witch. Oh yeah, Madam. No, you're right, Madam. Madam Medusa. Oh, Madame Medusa. Yeah. Well, no, that was that was one of the. I guess Miss Miss Bianca. Miss Bianca is probably who you. No, Miss Bianca is the female. Is Ava Gabor? Is Ava Gabor? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it is Madame Medusa. Yeah, I, I mean, very. If you same thing, driving like a lunatic with the eyes spinning. It, it's a very similar takes on on a similar character. But I'm very excited about this, and I'm curious to see it. She looks like Miss Miss Hannigan, right? From uh, what's yes, the, from Annie, yeah, Annie, right, right, yeah, very, yeah, good point, good point. Hmm. Uh, all right, uh, we're we're rolling in at the forty minute mark. How's your bladder? I'm, I think I'm good. Great. Let's keep, let's keep, let's keep going on because I realize that it's a lot easier for me to not have to edit and put in things in the middle of the episode. Sure. And it just, just uh, keep on keeping on. All right, I wanna, I wanna drop a little surprise on you, Adam. I love dropping surprises on you. I hate uh, surprises. <laughs> Two things I hate: surprises and my birthday. And God forbid there is a surprise on your birthday. Oh God! Could you uh-huh. All right. So as as is want to do, we've we've been doing this for a few months, and we mm-hmm. are on our twenty eighth episode, which we all know that's the big one, right? That's the one we celebrate. <laughs> uh huh. The 
I got a, I looked up, well, I was perusing deal news. Let's keep it real. I was perusing yeah. deal news and something popped up where it said, get stickers for a dollar, 10 stickers, 10 custom stickers for a dollar. I said, well, absolutely. Let's, let's see what I can do. So I pulled up the website. It looked legit. I, I was able to import the, I swear we're not a couple logo with the two microphone penises crossing. And I was able to order 10 I swear we're not a couple stickers that are like legit vinyl die cut stickers for $1. And well, this is a fabulous surprise. Yeah, I thought you would like that. And I love sticker. I love I stickers. I love our penis logo. And so in about a week or so, a week and a half, uh, March, I think March 1st is is when it's supposed to come. Okay, so I'm soon. Going to, yeah, very soon. I'm going to receive 10 I swear we're not a couple stickers. And... I have an inkling that mm -hmm. these stickers are going to cause a lot of a lot of people to get upset because there are not enough stickers to go around. We I understand and I know that we have a very passionate audience. We we have our friends and our family and and acquaintances uh, who listen and like our show. But we only have 10 stickers and right. I'm not going to spend $20, $40 to get to print more stickers. If somebody wants to sponsor us and pay for those stickers, absolutely. We'll, sure. I would have to. But, but I felt like a dollar for 10 stickers. Sure. I, I throw 10, I throw a dollar at that. Okay. So, remind me to Venmo you 50 cents. Actually. And if you want to keep it real, if you could Venmo me 54 cents, cause it was a dollar and eight cents because oh, of tax. Uh, tax. Okay. All right. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. When you hear the cha-ching on your phone, that's me. <laughs> so uh, out of the 10, I'm going to get one. Heather will get one. That's two. I'm going to give you two, one for you to keep and one for you to do whatever you want to do with. If you want to gift it to, to somebody that's close to you, or if you want to just put it on something that's your own. Great. So that's four. Like, like my trapper keeper. Your trapper keeper. Exactly. Well, I'm going to uh, make all the kids at school jealous. Oh, that's a good point. Well, it's going to go on your Lisa Frank trapper keeper. So you're, no, you're I don't want to cover the unicorns and the monkeys. <laughs> okay, so you'll give me two. Yes. Okay. Right. So, so that's four already uh -huh. spoken for. Oh boy. Yeah. And Let the bidding war begin. And I for I also removed the I swear we're not a couple um a podcast with the New Year's Eve because I have I think four winners of questions that I said <laughs> Right. I would give you a sticker. If you, <laughs> if you got the question correct. So that's already another four gone. Oh boy. Why didn't you send me the link? I would have ordered 10. Cause, cause it would have been a big to do. Okay. I know you, Adam. What am I doing? What? And then all well, of a sudden. Just, I would have just given you my debit card. It's a fucking dollar. I would have just Venmoed you. You should have ordered 20. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden we end up with like 50 Belinda Carlisle stickers. I wanted the Belinda Carlisle sticker. Oh God. I would love one from her debut album. She looks so pretty on the cover. I get anyway. a week when no, that's the second album. Continue. Okay. So we have a sticker to give out. We have two stickers to give out. Now I kind of <laughs> wanted to talk to you and, and kind of spring it on you. Cause I wanted to get your real thoughts. I feel like maybe they should go to some of the listeners who have sent us things over the courses of the episodes. I think that would be a fabulous idea. Now, the issue with that is that we've had more than yes. two people send us things over the course of the show. Correct. Um, so, the, you know what I think we have to do? And this leads me to the other movie trailer I watched. Ooh, I, go ahead. I think we need to enter them into a Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I think you're right. So yeah. someone's got to dress up as Sub-Zero and somebody's got to dress up as Liu Kang, except they whoever dresses up as Liu Kang has to be Asian because we don't want to do yellow face. Right. Or, you know, if they want to wear a mask, they can be Scorpion or Katana or Melina. Or... You, you always wanted to be Katana, didn't you? I love Katana. Yes. And I love Melina. Katana, I love because she throws the fans. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, continue. Okay, so we have more than yes, we do have more than two listeners. Here. <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah. I bloody love this song. <laughs> so we have two stickers to give to people, and here's the thing. Yeah, we have of the four people who won. A lot of them are are lists are you know 
heavy duty listeners. If you, they're heavy users of, I swear we're not a couple. Yeah. And so, and I think one of them is somebody who sent us something, but I don't know. I, I really have anxiety over this. I feel like we're going to piss off people, dude. This is uh, like MySpace when you only had five, right? Isn't it eight, five top friends? Eight. Oh my God. How old are you? You're younger than me. How don't you remember had, that? Oh, you never, never had, had a MySpace. I had a yeah, Facebook. It was eight. It was eight. Okay. I, so you can, if, if you are listening to this one, <laughs> if you're listening to this in, you know, April or May, you probably didn't get a sticker. If yeah, you're, shit, you're shit out of luck. You're not getting a sticker. <laughs> um, Listen sooner. Thanks. That's right. Uh, two, I, I think if you, if a sticker shows up in your mailbox, I mm. think then that's, that's just, you know, congratulations. Either you, you, you are of the chosen ones. And I think this kind of brings it up to the next question. We are not a very big podcast, but would our audience members be interested in merchandise? Would, would you guys want to wear an, I swear, not a couple shirt or have an, an I swear, not a couple sticker. I don't know what I haven't talked about it with you, Adam. Would you? Do you um, think- yes, I. Well, I live in sweatpants and hoodies, so I would love a. I would love a couple hoodies with a couple of our different logos and stickers to just give out to people. Yeah, I think the stickers would be a lot of fun. Uh, stickers it, are stickers are always fun. Can we make them puffy stickers? We we can do our best to make them puffy stickers. Or scratch and sniff. They can smell like barefoot or vodka. I think that'd be great. Either barefoot and vodka or bananas. Right or bananas, yeah. Or yeah. if the, or like one out of every hundred of them is going to smell like mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> um, or I can just dip it in a thing of Hellman's and That's send right. it on its way. Great. Uh, uh, I think I think maybe in the future there might be some opportunities to to start handing it's out merch- because, as Yogurt said in Spaceballs, it's all in merchandising. Yes, it is all in merchandising. So, so stay tuned on what's going to happen with stickers. Um, but they're 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 already gone. They're not even here, and they've already <laughs> been. They're already sold out. We um, should reach out to Stephen from the Immaculate Podcast and now the Nixology Podcast because he and Justin uh, had some really great merchandise for their podcasts. Oh, that's a good idea. I think yeah, I reach think out to them to help us with the website and what companies they went through and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and then so that brings us to what you had mentioned before, which is. Hmm. Mortal Kombat, our our lovely. So the brand new trailer for the Mortal Kombat uh, movie came out. Mm -hmm. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Shit. I got to stop. You know, when I think of the 90s, that's the song that pops up in my head. I mean, Mortal Kombat was such a huge thing. It was, Mm -hmm. I mean, the video game and the movies and just the merchandising, of course, that Uh was. I had all the action figures. I loved them. I, I had I had Mortal Kombat 2 for the Super Nintendo and and it was so fucking hard, but it was a lot of fun. So good. So the new trailer drops and I I really think it looks fun. I think, I it, think looks, it looks like a shitload of fun. I am so there opening weekend. It is bloody and they do not pull back on anything and they are giving all the fans what I think what they want. There are some taglines and, and catchphrases in the in the um, video game, like get over here or come yeah. here uh, that they included in the trailer. And mm-hmm. it just looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no other word for it. Well, and what I'm most excited about when it comes to the new Mortal Kombat movie, it drops in theaters and HBO max on April 16th. Oh my I gosh. Will, <laughs> I will wait until the following Saturday and it will be one of the movies I watched during my cheat weekend. Oh, you are in hog heaven. I am. A genius is what I am. So you're going to get shit faced, eat pizza and watch Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. This is why we're friends. Mm-hmm. This is There's why we're really friends. very few things in life that make me happy. I just named three of them. Oh, oh and stickers. Oh, and well, yeah, obviously puffy stickers. <laughs> uh huh. I would love if we if we start handing out stickers, if you guys could put them on your, you know, on your water bottles or your your it's really it's what it is is advertising, man. I mean, people yeah. are gonna be like, why do you have two penises on your on your on your coffee mug? And it's like, oh, well, and they, they won't ask me that because obviously I have penises on my mug, but I mean I think people would be upset if you didn't have penises on your mug. Well, it's not like I have fallopian tubes on on my water bottle, but yeah. Mm-hmm. How oh, is you... that what the... oh, those are fallopian tubes. Yep. I was wondering what that design was. Huh, whatever. You, you, you are practically a woman. I am. Um, 
I'm so excited for these stickers. I, I, I think, I think what makes it more, it's just because this is something that I'm very passionate about and, and you, in turn, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> no, the fucking show. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I, it's, it's every Saturday for God knows how many, how many weeks we've done this and it's a fun thing to do. And I'm really, I love that we've been able to continue it going. Honestly, my money was on like five and then we would have stopped. Wow. Really? Why only five? I don't know. I just, I didn't, I, I thought that either I would get too busy or tired or you would get too busy or tired. And, well, and then honey, I'm always tired, but it just means my vitamin D is low. Oh, I went to the doctor today. Remind me to tell you about that after we, we, we're done with sticker time. <laughs> Sticker time. I like that. <laughs> no, continue, continue. I'm just making fun uh, of you because I can't be sentimental about anything. No, you can't. You really, really can't. And and if nothing else, this will be one because eventually this show will be over. I'm I'm already thinking about how it's going to end. Like what what is going to happen that will bring the demise of us? Where we're not probably going to be my funeral. Probably when you go to New Orleans for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so how did your show end? Adam went to New Orleans. <laughs> Adam, Adam went to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Oh, that That's makes right. sense. That makes he had sense. A beignet. He had a beignet <laughs> and, he, and he showed his tits. Oh God, I just want some beads. That's all you want. That's all it is. Um, so I think, uh, I, you know, I'm thinking that this show was eventually going to end at some point. I don't know when and I don't know how. I'm not planning for it to end, but eventually you and I will, we're not going to be able to sit down every Saturday to record. I, no. I think- I think probably not unless we hit the lottery, not unless you, you build ship brick studios and then all of a sudden that's right. Um, but I think once the pandemic is probably clean over and, and, and we're back to what was normal, I think that's probably when this show will end unless there's some miracle where we're able to continue to record because you and I are, are not going to be able to sit down on a Saturday in in our either home or, or or studio. Okay, well, I don't think that's true, but okay, we'll see, we'll see. And and anyway, what what I what I wanted to say that is is these stickers are a representation and a memory of this time of mm. this of this era of that we went through and that we had, and I think it's a good representation of it. And so when we look back on it, whenever you you're going to probably put it on, I don't know, something you're going to throw away eventually. No, probably my water bottle that's with me at all times. Oh, and I can't wait for you to lose you to lose your water bottle and go. Oh, my sticker! Oh, I'd be more upset about the sticker than the bottle. I know. Um, and then and then it'll be it'll be this thing like, what the hell's that? And it'll be this whole story. Mm. And we'll we'll live on in, in perpetuity. I mean, right now it's twenty twenty one, right? It's where we're February twenty twenty one. You maybe you're listening to us from the future. Ooh. <laughs> maybe we should take a recording, and put it into a time capsule, Roger. Oh, I think that would be great. Yeah, let's yeah. go. You know what? We'll send it up to Mars along with our names. Great. Okay, we have five years. Okay, five years to do that. Ooh, get on. Get on it. Get on it. Uh, right. Hold on. Okay. Mars sticker recording twenty twenty six on it. Okay, I'm putting it in my day planner for twenty twenty six. Perfect. Okay. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about your health? Do you want to talk about um? how Ken Jennings is going to, is done on Jeopardy. Oh, is he finally finished? Was, was last night his last episode? Yep. For do, now? You want to talk, mm-hmm. do you want to talk about Cuomo being a, an asshole, I guess? Or do you want to talk about, I mean, is anybody happened? really surprised that Cuomo lied about the amount of deaths were in, that were in nursing homes when New York was the hotbed of the virus? Is anyone surprised? No. Why do, why do people act surprised when these things happen? I don't know. I just, I feel like, People, re- he was a source of, I mean, even on the West Coast during that that tumultuous time at the beginning of the pandemic, he was this source of comfort and familiarity and and steadfast. He, yeah, he except was, that he shut down the city two weeks too late, but whoops. Well, yeah, and, but, but he owned up to it almost immediately. He realized it and said, I, I fucked up, guys. Mm-hmm. And he fell on his own sword. And then from that moment on was, was very much so. Like I'm here every day doing these, these things and like, Oh, I'm going to grab my mother and we're going to go to the, and you know, he, he, he is represented New York in the most New York way. Um, yeah. but, but then, you know, he's, he's Cuomo and he may have yeah. made a, he may have made a, made a few mistakes. Listen, he'll apologize for the mistakes and he'll still get reelected. That, that's just how it is. 
I mean, his popularity was so high at the beginning of the pandemic after yeah. he he admitted it that he I mean, there were there were rumors of him jumping in late into the presidential election I know. cycle. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, that's all I have to say about about him. OK, I just don't know. And then um, do you want or do you want to talk about how well, Texas is, is spiraling down into a. Uh, Let's I, hold on to Texas because I kind of want to I kind of want to talk about Texas. I mean, I um, do. I do care, but. Yeah. That's kind of what I want to talk about is uh-huh. how New Yorkers don't really. Um, but tell us about your health. <laughs> okay, so I I called the doctor to make an appointment for my annual physical since it's been almost two years since I've had an annual physical, and since I can really only go on Saturdays because I work all week, I figured the nurse would say like, "Oh, we have an opening in April or May or June." Which would give me time to lose some more weight and continue to get healthier. To trick the doctor is what you're the saying. The bitch says, how's tomorrow morning at 7.15? And my stupid oh, fucking mouth replies with, sounds great. See you then. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. I got to go for a walk right now, guys. So here I was at fucking 5.30 this morning, the same time I wake up every other fucking day during the week to go to work. To go to the doctor. It was actually a really, really great visit. Like, he, it's fine. He gave me a little shit for my weight, which, but not as much as he did a couple years ago because of quarantine. And I showed him my numbers and I said, listen, you can actually look and I am making progress and I'm, it is something I'm actively working on. And nothing. I, I got a COVID antibody test because I'm just curious to know if I've had it. And, um, yeah, he's going to test me for everything. Just good. You know. Did he yeah. did he slip you a few fingers? Did he? Well, that's what I wanted to talk about. It's going to be a good year because I got my balls touched. So, oh my, yeah, yeah. We're did he already... say drop him, ter- drop him, turn him, and cough? He said because he's of a certain age. Please remove your underpants. And I oh. felt like I was seven years old at the pediatrician. <laughs> at the pediatrician, I felt like a seven year old. Drop your <laughs> underpants, and I went, oh my. But I didn't drop them. I just sort of held them there for a second. And yeah. And and you had a copay, right? Like you had, because of your insurance, you had to pay, you know, whatever it was for the deductible. No, because it's my annual physical, so I don't pay. So you're saying Uh that some guy. I got my balls modeled for free. Uh, For free. Yeah. America, right? I mean, honestly, that's a, that's a marriage proposal if I've ever heard it. I know. No, he's a very sweet guy. He's also my dad's primary care physician for years and years. And I really, really like him. So that's Um, an interesting kink. Son, son, and, and father, but I mean, I guess if that's what he's into, so so <laughs> be it. What's funny about him is when he's talking, he's it sounds like you're listening to an interview with Billy Joel. Oh, so you good. close your eyes. So I got my balls grabbed by Billy Joel this morning. Is really the ultimate of what I wanted to touch on. No pun intended. Uh, well, well, well. I'm just saying. Um, he started so my you- fire. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. We grabbed Adam's balls. Yep. They were still wrinkly since the last year here. Uh, but anyway, stay tuned till next week for when I can give you all my numbers, which I'm sure will be okay. But. Oh, that would be awesome. If you just if you just came on and, and just laid it out, give us your vitamin oh, I'm D. I, oh, well, but, okay. So listen, my vitamin D is forever low because of my gastric bypass surgery and I'm supposed to be taking it every day. And I, I mean, I take a multivitamin every day. I don't take vitamin D and he, that was the one thing he yelled at me for because it, you don't take it. And if you have a really deep deficiency, which I do, it's why you're always, it could be one why you're always tired and blah, blah, blah. So I did pick up vitamin D and I will be taking a 5,000, whatever. It's not milligrams of 5,000 I use or units of it once a week, which I can do. I can take it so, every Saturday. So you're saying Mm-hmm. That you are in desperate need of D. Mm-hmm. You, your doctor gave you some D, yeah. and that you can you can take it no problem. Once a week, yeah. Once a week, you take D like yep. like a nobody's champ. business, like a champ, but yep. just power. Yep. D taker. Yep. So stay tuned. Next week, I will. He said, if I don't call, I have nothing <laughs> to talk about. And I said, well, I'm going to want the numbers anyway, because I just love numbers. And he said, okay, so, you know, if you don't hear it from us Thursday or Friday, you know, give us a call. We'll give you the rundown because I want to know what my A1C is and I want to know what my cholesterol and, you know, my uric acid, since my brother seems to be completely convinced that I have gout. Horrible gout. Oh, what a flare up. What an ailment. 
<laughs> uh, that's bad, Jason. That's bad, Jason. So yeah, I, I had a nice time at the doctor. It was more pleasant than I thought it would be. And fun fact, because every time I go on the scale at the doctor's office, it's like seven or eight pounds higher than at home. It's because you're wearing clothes. But this morning when I woke up, I went on the scale. And then when I went to the doctor, I had shoes on and I left the winter coat in the in the car and like my wallet and my keys in my pocket, my cell phone, same weight. Well, it also is probably because you had a ton of water on the way you camel. Um, I did. I actually did not because I didn't want to have water weight. So I, I waited until no. after my episode of uh, my episode, after my, <laughs> after my appointment to you know, actually, which was hard because I had a pish into a cup and I was, didn't have to go because mm-hmm. I wasn't drinking water. It was, it was like maple syrup coming out of your penis. No, it, was, that it wasn't, it wasn't honey, but it was a step above honey. I taste the honey. It was like mead is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. one, of these, one of these days we're going to have to, maybe next week, we'll have to revisit uh, and, and let all the listeners know about the, the, the two times that I had to take you to the emergency room. Yeah. Um, I think two, only two times. At, uh, least, at least two, possibly three. I've certainly seen you in the hospital more than once. One time you did not, because I fainted. Right. Another time right. I called you in the middle of the night. Right. And then that's the one where I did take you. Yeah. And then, and then, and then there then was another time. When you came to visit me, it we, we took you to the urgent care. Urgent care. Oh, that was bad. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, I, just, I, think, I think we should leave all those yes. teasers right there. Yes. So that... Oh. That listeners come back next week. But what 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 a what a trip. Okay. Oh cool. god, it's so good. Okay. Um, you were talking about New York, uh, and you're talking to your doctors like talking to Billy Joel. Yeah. Texas is going through one of the most horrendous weather things that you would ever see. And and I understand that it's no worse than most of what the Midwest gets, northern states, east coast, but Texas is not made for Absolutely. the kind of sure kind of freezing cold that that they are getting. And so there are thousands, tens of thousands of people right now with that electricity and water and they're they're pretty much up frozen shit's creek without mm-hmm. a paddle. Yep. And I also understand and appreciate that we have Canadian listeners who will regularly get below zero and go, "Hey, this is short weather, eh?" Um and so I I appreciate them. But I have never seen you and another New Yorker just have zero sympathy for what the fuck is happening. I never Texas. said I had zero sympathy, but act better and don't go on your own fucking grid for electricity and power and maybe you won't have fucking problems. <laughs> and stop voting for fucking morons that don't give a shit about you and abandon you and go to another country to escape the bad weather. Your your own fault. Sorry, I know not every single one of you voted for the fucker or fuckers, but sorry. Get out there and make people vote for the people that should be voted for, and you won't be in such a fucking predicament. So So listener Colleen. Please don't die, and I'm sorry if you're cold, and I feel bad for everyone that's suffering, but smile and shine. You're cold. Throw on a jacket. Yeah, grab a pair Uh, of gloves and you know, whatever. Light the stove with the with a with a lighter. Listener Colleen, uh, who is has a bone to pick with you, and your pre- our previous episode, you said uh, went to uh, in Long Island as opposed to on, on Long, Long Island. Island. Yes, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're never in Long Island. You're always on the island. I'm sorry. And so she had shit to give you, but also I forgot how we were, she she we were sending messages back and forth, and she says something along the lines of, "Oh, you know, I feel bad for those Texans," and I go, "No, you don't." She's like, "No, I don't." You're sorry. <laughs> Why are we such terrible people? Everybody is just <laughs> shitting on Texas right now. Either victim blaming, like it's your own fucking fault for uh-huh. having your own Texas. I'm not victim blaming. I just don't give a shit. Or or saying, come on, sack up and and don't and just throw on some, you know, you're fine. Your pipes will unfreeze and you'll learn better to wrap them next time. Well, just, just get in the car and drive somewhere warmer. Or hop on a hop on a flight and go somewhere warmer. What, what's the problem here? I mean, you can't get much warmer than Texas, Adam. I mean, that shit is it's warm. I mean, it's regularly ninety, a hundred degrees in Texas, especially during the summer. 
Now, uh, whatever. I, I fucking drove to work yesterday in, in a snowstorm and, and the other day. And, and we got three feet of snow two weeks ago. And I still have to go to work. And I put on my big boy sweatpants in the morning and my Ugg boots. I warm up the car and I freeze my ass off and I go to work like a big boy. So I'm sorry that it's cold. And I am sorry for those who are sick and, you know, are freezing. I, I, that I'm sorry for. But at the same time, you know what? It's cold. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, see, this is the, you are you the, in the fucking Alaskan bush here. Okay. You can walk into a McDonald's that has a generator and have a bacon, egg and cheese biscuit if you want. <laughs> well, didn't you see the picture apparently of, of these domino workers um, in Texas who are like, they look like they've just been through the shit. They are, it may as well be Vietnam. One of them's like crying and the other one's huddled over the empty cheese tray. And, <laughs> and it's like, sounds like Saturdays before, before January, just crying into a bin, an empty bin of cheese. Mm, that sounds yummy. Uh, I, I, I just, I really love, the really there's nobody else other than New Yorkers that will give their just straight up point of view. Like, Oh, I feel bad for you, but you know, I mean like, come on, it's a little snow. What are you going to come on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, sweet Jesus. Yeah. All right. Good episode. <laughs> Ooh, what's this? I looked up deep. Oh, this is awful. I looked up deep in the heart of Texas. Cause you said it and I couldn't get anything. Oh, who sings it? Oh, that one was by someone named Roger Krieger. I don't know. Who's, isn't it called Deep in the Heart of Texas? Uh, uh, I don't know. Let's call Kiwi Herman. Right, here we go. Gene Autry. Here we go. Thank you for listening to I Swear We're Not a Couple. <laughs> Much better. Much better. Stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart. I imagine this was still top 40 music, by the way. Can you imagine I put on I put on the radio and I was like, "Oh, Daddy, have you heard the new Gene Autry hit? What a bop!" Oh my god! The most Texas thing, by the way, is people are powering their houses with their Ford F one fifties. Oh, thank God that they have that that Ram power, whatever the fuck it's called. Oh my god. god. I'm <laughs> Pappy, have you heard of the new cheese? <laughs> terrible people. Whatever. Oh god. I'm I, I am Rahelio Orozco. I'm Adam Goldberg. Oh, and I'm also really happy that Kim Kardashian filed for divorce from Kanye West. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.